0: Well, hey, everybody, welcome Brian Hughes. He's going to share another message. Brian, we bless you, buddy. And uh, Brian has a wonderful word inside of him, and uh, I am just blessed by this man. He is a great friend, and he is a great lover of God, and I've seen God do a tremendous work in his heart. And uh, we're going to release him to, to minister the word of God, and we just bless you in Jesus' name. Am I on? cool. So real quick in review, a couple weeks ago, I started sharing on spiritual warfare, again, not the typical sort of casting out demons and exercising things and all that sort of stuff, right? That's one aspect of spiritual warfare that, at least for myself, that's what I thought of I thought of spiritual warfare, right? So I was starting to give you a different way to look at things, right? And I used three videos. Uh, I used a crowd video, right? Kind of people on the street, like I'll say New York City. Going along their own uh, way, right? Um, doing their thing, not really worrying about anything, not really paying attention, just doing their own thing, right? Going through everyday life like many of us do. And then I showed a uh, another video of what three, five deer, or something like that, that were uh, grazing in a meadow or whatever you want to call it, right? And the point of that was to say. We needed to be led by our hearing, spiritual hearing, right, versus our natural sight, right? And then finally, the last video was um, basically lions, you know, prowling, hunting, turned out to be some wildebeest, right? And then we played for 15 minutes. And you saw how they just moved very methodically, very slow. There was no hurry, right? There is no hurry, right? Because the devil's end goal, the enemy's end goal is to destroy us doesn't say in 10 seconds, right? right? So on average, let's say that Americans live 82 years. He's at 82 years, yep. right? Now, if he could get done quicker, I'm sure he would choose to do so, right? So there is no hurry. So I am con- going to continue down that sort of path, right? Um, trying to give you a way to think. And so I want to start out with Romans 12:2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So what I'm saying to you is today is another opportunity for you to renew your mind, right? The way in which you think about these things probably needs to change, right? You continually get revelation by renewing your mind. So again, I'm going to share things another way, right, uh, to help you maybe see things that way. So if the overall goal of Satan is to destroy us, right, a.k.a. going to hell, right, that's his. Okay, that would be kind of his overall goal, right? So um, in Ephesians 4, 16, sorry, 4, 18 and 19, it spells out in detail how his plan works, right? So his overall goal is to kill you, go to hell. This is how he does it, right? They are darkened into understanding and separated from life of God because of ignorance that is, in, that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Okay, Cole, top left. Okay? So... As Americans, right, we go to our jobs, do whatever, lead our families, right? We lead employees, whatever we're doing, lead our households, you name it, right? So we're leading something. So does everybody here agree? You have led or are leading something. Absolutely. Whatever it is, right? So how many times in any of those scenarios, I'm trying to relate this to what everybody does, right? Have you had to do something new? You really didn't know how to do it. You knew something had to change. Exactly, right? Happens all the time, right? And you just know that you need to go from here, generally that direction. You don't know if it's one step, ten steps, hundred steps, right? But, as humans, right, we are terrible at knowing step one, step two, step three, step four, because we need reminded. We have a very short-term memory, what, you can remember five things at once, something like that? Very small number, right? Okay, so the enemy knows this. Right? so, the enemy knows his strategy is to darken our understanding, right? And as you can tell, got a little darker, right? So again, just like when you guys lead something in your own homes or your business, right, you're going somewhere, right? You don't know how you're going to get there, but there are steps. Well, the enemy, because he has 82 years to make it happen, it may take him three years to get you to step two. And we make that decision, you don't realize you just stepped away from God. Hence, Darker. Right? See what I'm saying? Two or three years later, Cole, top right. Okay, another decision you make. Right, again, you've now forgot about the decision you made two years ago because it's been gone. Right, so here comes the decision you make. Now you're five years into it. You forgot about the one you made two years ago. A little darker. Right? See how that works? It's not a fast sort of thing there's no reason for it to be fast because he knows you'll forget about it. And because we're also terrible as humans at putting things together. Right? We are terrible at understanding when I make this decision regarding whatever, it will affect this. We can do the immediate sort of things, right, and know that, but we don't know the long-term sort of things. Right? We know, maybe tomorrow, right? We think we know, but we don't. right, so we make all these decisions, and what we don't realize is, okay, Cole, bottom left. Okay? We're making these decisions. Getting darker. darker. We don't realize the decision we made five years ago has now moved us away farther and farther. And because of that, right, I'll liken it to you this way. Everybody at some point in time in their life, when you're younger most likely, pulled all-nighters. Right? whether it was work-related, young kid-related, whatever it was, right? But whenever you're sleep-deprived, right? Having kids, that's a really good time you get sleep-deprived, right? All of a sudden, your thinking becomes foggy, right? It's hard to make decisions, right? You, you just, things don't make sense. You're just worn out. And you really don't really care, to be honest. You're just like, whatever, right? Because I just don't have the energy to do it, right? And so when you're in this place, okay, Cole, next one, pick the bottom one. Anyone? Go ahead. So, this is what we do. So now, it's getting darker. And now we're making all decisions out of this darkness. Right? So, whatever hurts we have, we now base everything else off that hurt in this darkness. So if Alger offended me, however he offended me, right, I now expect Sean to do the same thing. Mike to do the same thing. Scott do the same thing. And so I now posture myself, this is just one example, to prepare myself to be offended the same way every time because of the darkness I'm in. Right? right. right? And so now that's just one aspect, right, the whole of getting offended and look at people that way. But it works everywhere in your life. That same way. So whatever your current darkness is in your life, right, it's playing right into verse 18. Because there's a reason why God says you need helmet of salvation. Because the battle starts in the mind. Right? right? Unless you believe the lie, the devil can't win. Absolutely. Right? So he has to get you to believe a lie. The only place you believe a lie is in your mind right? Understanding comes from the mind. Reading God's word, right? Hearing God, it comes to the mind. So that's why it starts there, right? So we don't realize how dark things really are. We like to believe that our lives are like our house, right? The bedroom's really lit up. The kitchen's dark. The utility room's halfway lit up, right? Okay, call cool. Pick another one on the bottom, right? We want to believe that that Our lives, spiritual lives, are that way, where there's lights in some rooms, dark in other rooms, right? It doesn't work that way, right? What'll end up happening is you have strengths, right? Spiritual strengths, whatever it is, right? And we tend to do everything out of that. So if I am a healing person, I have the gift of healing, I will try to operate everything out of healing because that's where I am in the light, right? But if I'm not a very good prophet, It's hard to prophesy from a darker area because I can't see, right? Okay, Cole, pick another one, right? So turn up a little bit, please, just a little bit. There you go. So what ends up happening is, there is a, it gets, starts to get dim, darkened, right? It doesn't say absence of light. It just says darkened, right? And eventually, the light you have, and here's the good thing about God is, right, light Clears darkness, right? So even in the dimmest light in your life, dimmest, right? The Lord's still there. still there. So no matter how terrible you are, we are, I am, screwed up, messed up, doing things wrong, right? We can quickly, quickly, okay, Cole, turn everything back on. Quickly be back to restoration, Amen. to where we have light again. Right? So, again, you saw in my quick little thing there that that's how the enemy works. First, he has to darken your understanding, and it's just that way, again, because we don't put things together, we don't understand, right, how one decision impacts the other. Eventually, we go down a road and go, wow, how did I get here? Yeah. Right? And a lot of times you don't. <laughs> 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 just turn them all on. Yeah, that's yeah, it's good. It's okay. You're good, we're done, thank you. How much light do you up, Ryan? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, right. So like I said, that's how it starts. It has First, it's your understanding. If it hasn't darkened your the understanding, then really you're still a danger to him. And again, he has 82 years to take his time. So it's not like you just we recognize it's happening. It's slow methodical. Like one thing I've always struggled with, right, is how people could commit suicide. I can't imagine... It defies my logic, right? Why I don't want to take my own life, right? Well, now I understand, right? Because over time, they have had their understanding darkened, right? And when that happens, the next step is what? You have your heart, your heart is hardened, which basically means, in layman's terms, you don't listen to people, right? All of a sudden, no one's advice is good. You know best, right? And it just makes it hard for anyone to interview other than the Holy Spirit and the Lord, right? break everything. But that's what's happening. The heart gets hard, right? And once that happens, there is no speaking to that person, right? They are in whatever kind of corner of darkness they're in, and they view everything from that corner of that darkness. It doesn't matter what you say. You're wrong. And I'm right, right? And they don't realize, because darkness they're in, we're in, that we're really wrong, Right, And because of that, that's the other thing that Satan does, which really, again, he's a smart guy, right, is we all have gifts, right? And we've all had this, whether you realize it or not, whatever gift you have, right, Satan uses against you. I am an analytical person, problem solver. I can fix anything, right? However, that's bad. Right? Because I don't need God now. Right? It's like, well, gee, this is broken. Let's see. Well, I need this part and this and this. If I talk to this person over here, I can get this done. Yep, I got it fixed. Okay. So now what ends up happening because of that, even there is darkening my understanding. Right? Because I've stepped away from God. I don't need God. I do things in my own strength. Before you know it, I'm doing everything in my own strength. And then when I see people, I used to do this. When people come up to the prayer team, what is wrong with those people? Can't they do anything themselves? <laughs> I'm serious, right? Right? But that's what, it's like, do you have a problem? Fix it, right? Pray for yourself. What's the deal? Right, but again, because of where I sat and what I can do, that's uh, how I viewed everybody, right? And so again, that's how that's one, another way of doing things, right? It's just, however, and there's all parts of your life that are this way. For example, politicians. <laughs> right? We all have our opinions of our politicians. Right? Yeah. The problem is, we then carry that to every politician. So that would be in darkness, making more judgments about other darkness, right? Instead of, yes, God appoints people in power, right? That's scriptural. God appoints all men in leadership, men and women in leadership. And so to assume that if President Obama is in leadership, that, oh, any Democrat is, such, is that way. Or their agenda is this, right? Everybody's doing the best they can. But again, we generally do that, right? Same sort of thing. Likewise, I, in the past, haven't been a fan of people who talk a lot. Right, I just don't enjoy those people. Because it's a lot of work for me to, have to, listen, to hear the 5,000 words you say to pick out the 10 that mattered. Right? That, in my mind, that's how, right? Uh, no, so, but what I would do is, whether you guys knew it or not, I would avoid you guys later. If I figured out that someone did that, I would be okay with, hi, how you doing, and be walking away, <laughs> right? But not actually want to stand and talk because that's work. So again, God reminded me, did I not create all good things and call them good? So aren't you, telling, aren't you basically telling me, the creator, that wasn't good? Right? So I was in darkness. Right? So what I'm beginning to figure out here real quick is I don't think I'm ever right. <laughs> Amen. All right. My wife knows that. We talk a lot about that now. So, <laughs> But see, what I'm beginning to realize is how I view my entire world is probably not right. and I didn't realize really how dark it is. Or it was, right? Because again, all those little things you do, whatever those things are, right? Pick the stuff. It doesn't have to be the big drugs and alcohol sort of thing. It doesn't have to be that at all, right? It can be if you're on your way to church this morning, you have a fight with your wife, your spouse, your kids. That one thing alone could be one of, of 80 things. And how you reacted to this morning, two years from now may be step two later, and you not even realize Darkness. Right? You're not going to know that. Right? But here's the good thing. Right? When you keep your eyes on the Lord. You don't have to try to keep track of that stuff. right? That's what the word's for. Renewing your mind. Being in the word when you read something. And he says, hey, remember how you did this the other day? Yeah, well, this is that. Oh, right? Otherwise, we have a tendency to lean around understanding and try to remember all these things we've done. Why we did this, why we did that, right? And before you know it, we have this big, huge mess. We don't figure it out. So again, darkness isn't evil things happening, right? It's what happens in your mind, what you do with those thoughts, right? And the things you won't know is what is decided upon that thought you just made, right? That's why it's impossible to succeed without God. Because you can't know the end right? And so until we all understand that we're not going to figure it out, it took me a long time, right? We're not going to figure it out, it's really frustrating. Super frustrating. Before you realize it, you just continue to go farther and farther and farther in darkness, right? So again, your heart gets hard and there's no advice that even matters. It's, I'm doing my own thing. Until you really hit rock bottom, right, uh, nothing's going to happen. So the next uh, step is the, your <coughs> you lose sensitivity. I think we would all agree we're there. We've been there, not we're there. We've been there, right? And that's really where you've done something so many times; it no longer has a feeling to it, right? You just are. If I'm rude to people, that's an example, right? Eventually, it feels it feels bad at first. Eventually, it's second nature, and I don't even think twice about it, right? So again, whatever the issue. Sin, darkness, right? Whatever you, things you want to talk about. There's all kinds, all kinds, right? And so, if you think back, if you can, and the Holy Spirit reminds you as I'm talking, right? Because He's good at that. He'll remind you of the things that used to bother you that no longer does, right? And for whatever reason, we've rationalized it away to say, "Well, that's it's okay, you know, it's that's fine," right? That's really not it at all, right? What it what it amounts to is we we're in darkness, and so we think, well, I'm smart. I'm a Boy Scout. I brought a candle, (laughs) right? And I'm over here with my candle, so wherever I go, I have light, right? That's what we think we do. We walk around with our flashlight, or I have it with me, so I'm good. Yes, He lives in you, right? And yes, there's light with you at all times, but it's the motive, the purpose behind what's going on, right? That's incorrect. Therefore, it's not really true light, all right? So when you find yourself having no moral compass, mm-hmm. right, loss of feeling, right? So for the longest time, I didn't show many emotions at all, right, other than anger, for a long, long time, right? And really, I was just kind. Of, now I realize I was just kind of numb, right? I didn't. Things didn't bother me, right? A lot of things still don't bug me now, but it's a healthy. It doesn't bother me. Versus before it was unhealthy, not bother me, right? But if you just kind of go through life, and things don't bother you, right? And here's one I told myself all the time. Oh, I don't care. Well, you're lying to yourself. Because yeah, right. you do care, right? Absolutely. My thing was, if people didn't praise me, say, oh, good job, Brian, right? I really didn't think I needed that at all. That wasn't my goal. My goal wasn't to be the person in the front talking, uh, being the guy on the front page of sports, being interviewed for whatever. That was not my goal. My goal was have my team win. That was truly my goal, right? But when other teammates of mine would get interviewed throughout college playing volleyball, whatever happened, da da da, all that sort of stuff, they always would say, Why don't they ever talk to you? It's okay, the team's winning, which is true. But yet on the inside, I still wanted some of that. Right? And so I was lying to myself. Right? (laughs) Lying. So eventually, what ended up happening was it quit bothering me. Right? Not in a healthy way. Like, much like when you guys lose sensitivity in the spiritual world, right? And this whole plan, it should bother you. So that's the first danger sign, right? Is, oh, wait, things have stopped bothering me around whatever area, right? And therefore, while well, I'm like step three of five here, right? And again, you can part my however you want. I'm beginning to realize there's no such thing, right? But when you start seeing things ticking down the list, right, of these things, bad things are happening. <clears throat> and then, uh, the fourth step, of course, is you, you immerse yourself in that sin. You've lost sensitivity, so now you're just, oh, again, I'll use alcohol as the example. Not that that's one lower bring the mind. This is where alcoholics kind of live, right? They're past the feeling guilty for drinking. And now all they know is, I just need to do it to get away, right? And so every time they get a chance, right? Yes, there's an addiction there, right? But that's part of the addiction, right? It's the, I just need to do it. And so you immerse yourself into it, knowing full well what's going to happen, right? And next thing you know, alcoholism isn't your friend, Right, And that's what you live. And then finally, the step, fifth step is spiritual death. Eventually, your 82 years comes. You've been in darkness so long. rejected the Lord, whatever it all is. Spiritual death, ultimately, <clears throat> Satan has succeeded his goal. <clears throat> Make sense so far? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so some things that I found interesting in all this was I had never... Uh, in Psalms 119, 115. Is that right? I told you the wrong one, Jed. Hold on. 119, 105. My fault. It says, your word is a lamp unto my feet. Right? I never understood why I needed a lamp. Because if you think about it, it's mostly dark where we're at. And so even the lamp, right, is important to see where we're at. So you have half a shot of going, wow, Lord, I'm a wicked, wretched man. How about you turn a lamp into the sun, right, and light up the whole thing, right? But again, simple things, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light to my path, Never understood it other than, sure, why don't you want light when you walk someplace? Right? Again, but by, by renewing your mind, thinking of things differently, right? Different revelation uh, comes through. <clears throat> so. What do you guys need to change your minds about? So if you think about your daily life, right? And it can be, you know, um, it's really whatever. This is how you view stuff, right? Truly it's God's view of whatever. And it's not It's not easy. I'm beginning to understand why now it's important to rest on the seventh day. I thought it was rest from work, like physical work. It's really, I'm beginning to realize it's more resting from the spiritual battle that rages every day so you can get up and fight the next day, right? That's how I'm beginning to understand. It's it's not, I've worked six days a week, I'm sweaty, tired, and aching. That's part of it but this thing rages every day, yep. right? And you get attacked from all sides. <clears throat> all kinds of crazy stuff happens, right? <clears throat> I'll just give you an example from Saturday, right? I'm not going to go into all details, but... So, um, who's Saturday? Friday? Whatever day, Friday. Big, 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 blur. So we Memorial Wesleyan, every, just so you guys know, we have the youth Utah House on July 4th-ish weekend. Heller Falls, we have a cookout, we do a scavenger hunt, we shoot clay pigeons, and then do fireworks here at the church afterwards. right? More was the answer, "Hey, we wanted to crash your party." Great. We've been trying to make inroads with the different youth groups, have people over. So we're making plans to do all sorts of stuff. Great, right? Well, so, again, I'll leave it at this: I end up killing my dog that morning. I'm solely responsible for that, right? So the entire time. The rest of the day, right, what do I hear? Yeah, it's it's your fault. Warfare. Right, you, you say you love animals and raise animals and all sort of stuff, right? How can you have kids over now? What kind of example are you? Right, all those values you put into your kids. All those right. How can they ever believe you? Right. So that's real, right? I had to fight through that. Because we all get pets for our pets, right? And, but again, that's real, right? We all make up excuses and we say all kinds of stuff to avoid all kinds of stuff. So it's like all the secret sin that we have, things we're not proud of, right? All that stuff. Why don't we tell somebody else about it? Because you're in the dark, right? And because you're in the dark, you don't want someone else to see it, right? Because then you have to shine light on it, right? As soon as you shine light on it, all of a sudden, yes, I get it. It's uncomfortable to say some stuff. Hey, here's what I'm dealing with, right? But that's exactly how you stay in the darkness. This is why you can't choose to say, my life's like a house, I'll light up the kitchen, and keep the bedroom dark. It Doesn't work that way, right? So you, we're all trying to do the best we can in our spiritual walk, get closer and closer relationship with the Lord, right? Great, that's what we want. But when we continue to say, "Well, you can have everything," but not over, not this over here, because, right? And so then we don't move like we think we, like we should be progressing, right? why why does I keep struggling with this? Why do I keep tripping over this? Why is this, why, why? And you just bang your head, right? Bang your head, bang your head, bang your head. You know, and so there's been things that have come out, this is not an endorsement, right, for Sozo. Okay, because a lot of people, oh my gosh, right? But then people like Michelle have Sozo-like classes and stuff, right? Trying to get people to realize, hey, there's darkness. You may not see it. Let me try to show it to you. Again, one method of many. Right? Doesn't have to be that way. But generally, even then, we shy away from that sort of stuff. Right? Just because, one, we're either tired of fighting, two, don't want anyone to see it anymore. We've lost all sensitivity to it. Right? And so we're like, I'll just keep this room dark. I'll make the room as small as possible. Maybe a two by two utility room. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? And everything else slip around it. But we continue to avoid. That one thing, and that's just falling right into the master plan, right? As soon as he can isolate us from each other, right? Which is why it says don't forsake the gathering of the community, of the church, right, together. Because there's power together unity, right? So if he gets you to stay by yourself, he's golden, right? He's in no hurry to make things happen, right? If he can just get you to keep things quiet, compromise a little bit here and there, Right? He's good. Yep. And again, so j- much like the lions, right? That thing just keeps playing my head over and over through the last couple of weeks, right? Slow and methodical. Put the bait out for you, you take it, and they're like, all right, good, right? And they're just constantly right there prowling around. And eventually, when that time comes, whenever it is, if they can, boom, they're on you, right? But what we can't do is go through life like we've been going through life, trying to, this is me, you guys can do whatever you want, Right? For me, not saying to myself, you're wrong. Right? I have to tell myself I'm wrong. Even though 2 plus 2 is 4, right? I actually ask God, is that really 4? Good. Good. Amen. Even as dumb as that sounds, right? This- I am willing to take the chance that He may tell me it's 5, which defies all logic and our whole universe. Right. However, right, you gotta try something. So what I'm saying is, this whole transforming your mind or renewing your mind, like we start with Romans 12:2, is I hope today you walk out of here, kind of going, everything I know about life is not this. This is not life. This is not how it's supposed to be. It's my perception of life. It's not the real perception of life, right? And I need to get the holy perspective of what life is, right? And that is spiritual warfare. Because until you know that, you don't know where to start from. Because again, and what darkness we're in, that's how we view life, right? And everything happens throughout life, jades our perspectives. But before you know it, the entire world you view is through those same glasses, right? And nothing works. And so what we end up doing with church is we turn into an ER clinic. And we come in and say, medicate me. Come in here. I want my morphine. Right? You get your morphine shot. I've done the same thing for years, so I'm not talking like, oh, I'm the perfect guy, right? Same thing. I walk in church, get a morphine shot, walk out that door, and I walk out the door, I pull the morphine needle back out of my arm. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose, but that's kind of how we do things, okay. right? And so that's where we've got to be careful coming to church and medicating. Right? And a lot of times we medicate because we're not at home in the Word. We're not renewing our minds. right? And I don't do it every day. Again, just letting you guys know, I don't do it every day. I try every day. Things happen. I fail. So again, it's not, oh, Brian passed the test. He read the Bible 32 days in a row, so he gets to preach now. It's not... I'm just saying, it's not how... Right, yeah, right. But again... But when that in that right there, in that right there, I hear on the days I don't do it because I'm tired sometimes, right? Things happen that before kids, you name it, whatever it is, on those days when I don't read the Bible. What do I hear? You're a failure. You, you, Eric, let's talk in front of the church, and I don't read the Bible. You teach the youth with all all the stuff we've all heard these things, whatever it is in your, your life, right? So even right there. At 6.15 in the morning, right away, here it starts, right? And if you pay attention, it's happening all the time. And what you can't do is avoid it, right? Because it's, it's, it is easier to avoid it. It's easier to compartmentalize it and push off the side and just say, well, I won't deal with that. I'll deal with this. But the whole thing is you don't have to deal with it yourself. Amen. That's the key. If you deal with it yourself, yes, you'll be depressed. Yes, you'll feel rejected. Yes, you'll be a loner. Yes, all these bad things will start to happen because we can't do things in our own strength. Right? And the the warfare is, which sounds really odd to me still, is for me to not have to do anything other than pray to him, worship him, read his word, and I have no real work, which is anti-how we think, right? I mean, I've told my kids, you don't work, you don't eat. I mean, naturally, you're right. You don't work, you don't eat. But I'm going to realize that's kind of a bad message to send my kids, right? Now, my son works hard. He's sitting, I see him sitting over there. He's a hard worker, right? And I am thank God. He works hard, right? However, I see now, because if I've gone through, that may be a bad way to say that. Because now, he may not need, in his mind, to rely on the gut. Because, oh, if I work hard, I can accomplish things. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, I ask you, Holy Spirit, yes. begin to Continue, Lord, Holy Spirit, to show, remind us, show us those areas of our mind that we have not captured, that we don't have control over, where we're in our own strength. Chad, you can play that song. As this song plays, does the Holy Spirit minister to your heart? Be willing to hear whatever you hear, no matter what it sounds like.
1: smile.
0: So, spiritual warfare, right, implies a battle, right? So the only way you win a battle is to do something, right? No war has really ever been won. Everybody's sitting at home, right? Some number of people have always been engaged in the conflict, right? So... This is where I say, you do something. Right? So the song is playing. I want everybody, before you leave, I don't care if I don't back in the offering envelope, notepad, bulletin, I don't care what it is, right? Everybody has something. Everybody has something, right, that is keeping you in darkness. You may not see it or understand why. It may seem insignificant. But again, this is where we don't see the end, right, of what that thing is, right? And so what we just did or what we've done the last two weeks I've shared is really kind of kick the enemy in the teeth, right, and go, hey, This is how you work. We know how you work. The Bible tells us how you work. Holy Spirit showed us some things about how we see things and do things, right? And so now we're going to do something about it, right? We're not going to sit and just go, oh, good information, walk out the door, get medicated, right? The Lord is calling for all of us to be violent, like the Bible says, right? Right? It's advancing forcefully, and this is the way you do that. However you want to view it, right? But half the battle is getting whatever it is out of your mind, out of your heart, out of you, right? By writing on a piece of paper, you got it out, right? And again, if you can keep it in, the enemy can keep it in, He's succeeding and winning, right? Because that's darkness we are trying to hide, right? And the Lord and Holy Spirit are shining the light saying, tell me what it is. He knows what it is. He sees it, right? And this is a chance for all of you to acknowledge whatever it is, right? And write it down. I don't need you to come up for prayer. If you want prayer, sure the altar team can pray for you. Other people can pray for you, right? But the main goal is this is a prophetic act of taking something, write it down, get it out in the open, right? No one's going to read them, right? No one's going to read them. But what you've done is just say, yes, I recognize, right? And that's half the battle. That's how it starts, right? This is where you begin to say, no, I'm not going to continue to live this way. Yes, I'm going to do something different. So we can begin to have a battle and win, versus always being wounded, right? And succeed. So, like I said, everybody write something down, whatever it is. I don't care what it is, right? And, hey, Joel, can you go get the trash can, please? And what I'd like is for you guys to leave, I'd like you to take whatever it is, right? I want you to get out of your seat and I want you to walk up here. However embarrassing it may be, who cares, right? Someday you'll realize it doesn't matter. Oh, up here, right? And if it's, if it's uh, kind of a marital thing, the spouse, whatever, it, however it all works out, right? Some things will be tied together, some things won't. Just put in the front, right? Thank you very much. When, before you throw it in, what I don't want is people just to go, oh, I got it trash it and walk out, right? It's not like an assembly line. It's not like, again, I'm not minimizing communion. We generally come up, grab our things, go back to our seats, right? It's kind of an assembly line thing, right? I don't want this to be that sort of thing, where it's a flippet, it, That's a flippet thing. Just trash it. That's not it, right? I want you to believe when you walk up here, whether it's you, you and your spouse, whoever it is, when you throw it in the trash, because that's how the Lord views it. You realize that, right? It's all garbage, He doesn't keep it, doesn't count against you, right? None of that stuff. But I want you to pause and acknowledge and thank God and the Holy Spirit that they illuminated some things in your life, the darkness, right? And that you are being an active part in this, partnering with God, to do something about it, right? You are no longer going to be sitting still, but you're going to do something about the potential darkness. Like I said, believe as you do that, it's gone. And when the enemy comes back and says, oh, no, it's not, it's not gone, it's still there, yes, that's the battle, right? So it doesn't stop there. However, you did declare it, which is probably more than what we've done in the past. So it's a small step we can take towards being offensive and win the battle. Thank you.